Hello, welcome to Superyacht Radio. We have the pleasure today of talking with Vienna Eluteri, who was one of the initiators in the Water Revolution Foundation and has a long background to bring her to this place. Good afternoon, Valerie. It's lovely, or Vienna, it's lovely to see you today. Well, thank you so much, Mohab. And it's very nice. That, first of all, thank you for the opportunity of being here. And uh, of course, good afternoon to you and to your listener. So, Vienna, can you, uh, lots of us in the superyacht industry uh, know about Water Revolution Foundation, but it is actually, you're coming up to a year anniversary this autumn, I believe, since you kind of cut the ribbon, so to speak. Um, can you tell people who haven't heard about you the, the general concept of why it came together and how it came together? Yeah, of course. Thank you for this interesting question, of course, <laughs> in the introduction. Uh, let me start with um, uh, a sentence by uh, Sylvia Earle, my uh, well, very well-famous uh, oceanographist and uh, scientist and very good friend. Sylvia Earle, uh, she uses to, to say, we must protect the ocean as if our lives depend upon it, because they do. And it's really true. And that's why we initiated the Water Revolution Foundation. Someone needs to take the lead in order to show um, an innovative model able to really face the challenge of our, of our blue planet. And that's why uh, Water Revolution uh, was first um, a, very, um, a very innovative model recognized by the United Nations as uh, Blue Solutions and uh, working in uh, gathering um, important players of the super yachting sector together with very important scientists and uh, makes this revolution come through. And it began actually within the industry, didn't it? There was a number of industry le leaders that kind of were part of its evolution. It wasn't, it, it is a nonprofit organization which is independent, but the kind of inception of it came from, from high people in the industry itself. Absolutely, yes. And, uh, you know, as, uh, as um, scientific-driven initiatives at the very first moment was uh, developed uh, together with me and uh, some, uh, some other scientists, marine scientists specifically, uh, but the very important step was taken when uh, looking forward leaders coming from, by the, from the super yachting industry um, gathered together and, uh, and set up this uh, important uh, foundation uh, based in the Netherlands, but with uh, an international aims. And uh, together with, uh, let, me, let me talk about uh, Hank de Vries, our president. Um, he's uh, uh, is, uh, an absolutely important person in the sector as FedShip. And uh, together with Martin Reidman, uh, the superyacht.com platform, media platform, mm -hmm. and uh, Philippe Brian. Uh, um, he is a, a very important designer, the very important one into our sector, 
And of course, the uh, let me say that, uh, let me add also the fact uh, by thanking also T.O. Horning, that uh, the CBAS and all the partners, of course, uh, the, the associate, uh, associated partner of uh, CBAS, the Super Yacht uh, uh, Association, the International Super Yacht Builders Association, that was uh, uh, a kind of hub for uh, initiate the foundation and uh, starting the conversation within the industry in order to, to reach the, the level we wanted to, mm -hmm. the it, highest level it, the industry. Can I ask, Vienna, you, you, you don't come from the super yacht background, do you? Or do you? No, no you, right. You no. Are, so, your background is in, in science. marine science. Mm. So, uh, exactly, what, what, in uh, sustainability science, what, what, by the way. What, what, was, uh, what was it that made you hop on this particular bus? Uh, and by that I mean the superyacht industry is, uh, it's a very large industry, but when you think of global shipping, it's a very small industry within the bigger commercial side and, and whatever. What, what was the incentive to you? What was it that, uh, so I don't know who, 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 who uh, you spoke with, Robert Van Tol maybe, what was it that they said to you that you thought, you know what, as a scientist, this excites me. This, this is, is why a good place to begin. I, this is why I want to be involved. What was, what was the hook, if I may use that term? Let me underline that uh, Robert uh, Fantol, our executive director, it's, uh, it's an amazing person working with me in, uh, um, in developing all the programs related to the foundation mm -hmm. from the practical point of view. And it's exactly for this kind of looking for one people and uh, passionate young professional that uh, we are able to, uh, to, to set up all the programs and all the idea uh, that we have in mind. Uh, and you're right, it was, of course, a huge step for me. Uh, I am a sustainability scientist. I have a multidisciplinary background and I work in a specific, on a specific topic today that is the link between our health and the health of the environment. We need to regenerate this link. Otherwise, we are not going to face the challenge of uh, the ecological intelligence today. And uh, when you really want to make changes at the right level, at the level we need to today, and in order to accelerate the, mind, the shift of mindset we need today, you need to work into very strategic sector. And the super yachting sector is a very strategic one into the maritime cluster as a whole. But let me underline also the fact that it's very strategic also into the luxury sector too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's very important because when you drive changes into this kind of value chain, then you can really work and you, you can really scale the the the, um, the change uh, at the scale at the scale you need to and then presumably these captains of industry that m most of the people with uh, super yachts are high up in that food chain presumably that that then hopefully will bleed into them taking this to their industry and yeah. uh, looking to to bring sustainability into you know, what they do to make the money to make absolutely the boats. Absolutely, absolutely. And there is also another reason why, if you let me to underline another aspect, that uh, when you see uh, and you look at the super yacht as a product, you can look at it 
as a hub for innovation. Each mm -hmm. project, each single uh, super yacht must be much more innovative and uh, much more, uh, let me say, more sexy than <laughs> the other one, the older one. And so that's why you, you can really work on innovation at the, at the level, at an important so, level. So, so what you're saying, in essence, is that the ego of a lot of men driving for bigger boats than their friend has, <laughs> has a really good positive effect in driving innovation. Absolutely. You know, it's uh, the human factor. <laughs> well, we've actually just done an article of, you know, the biggest um, Bugatti and Ferrati and Lamborghini. And all of them are coming out with some very sexy looking electric cars that can go not mm. to 60 in three seconds. You know, you can see it in the motor industry. Um, you can certainly see it in the aviation industry in very innovative new solutions even coming out. Even Formula One as well. We even have yeah. an electric Formula One. Um, Absolutely. And we're an industry that, you know, has in, in the design, in the production, in the making, the whole lifestyle of a, a super yacht, it has not only many different steps in it, but a lot of money goes in to making that perfect vessel. And there's so many great solutions that are being seen in other industries. It's great to, in some ways, um, to have kind of a, a strategic platform was where I, I saw, particularly when I f first saw you coming out, was to have a, a focus center of bringing forward and together these innovations um, from the various different sectors we have in the industry, from shipbuilding all the way and design all the way through to um, paint, as we've talked about. You, you really know. love paint, don't you? Well, I've discovered there's a lot about paint. <laughs> we, we had an interview when, have to say, we were both really not looking forward, thinking, what are we going to do talking about paint? And it turned out to be one of the most fascinating chats we've ever had. Um, and we both came out of it but paint advocates. I'm taking that as just one anyway. part of the sector that we, but you know, from from design, shipbuilding, the materials we use, what yeah. sort of engines we put in. There's many, many different sectors within the superyacht industry that all need some innovation, um, and and all need to be brought together to see what are the best solutions. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. And you know, the Formula One is a, a very common and uh, and uh, a nice example, no? Because any kind of uh, innovation and research and R and D you are in this kind of uh, sector, in this kind of uh, field, then you can apply and you can use it and uh, scale down on a larger scale. And that's such an important aspect for the for the way we let me say the way we think. At, uh, at the common things. It's, it's funny. The, yeah, so just sorry. thinking about Formula One, everybody I've spoken to about it agrees that these new electric Formula One cars, they're quiet, they're faster than the Formula One petrol cars. Um, they're you know, very nippier, so it's, it's actually a more exciting race. But, right. But the right. One, th one thing that is common throughout all the people is like, but it doesn't have the same smell and it doesn't have the same really loud noise. And so right. it's right. difficult to get people to transition off, off th those two things, right. actually. Right. 
but as uh, we in other field the sooner we we will look in a different way at our common things mm. the, the better because uh, then we are not going to 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 left these things behind anymore mm. when we speak about paintings no coming back to the my <laughs> point <laughs> if we look at the painting just as a color it's an aspect but if you look at the painting for example on the on the on the surface of a hull of a super yacht then you can look at it as an, a membrane mm. no so something completely different mm. and so you can uh, you can have different things with different hues we we do not even think about now so mm. that's the that's the way we need to look beyond beyond what um, we see just more specifically uh, in looking at the sciences in sustainability um I, I know you're working with a number of of scientists are there specific areas that you're focused on first to bring in and and with that of course as we discover more about the hard science there's also the bringing that research forward and and being able to measure it as well. So yeah, right, right. What no, are the particular you, you, focuses to start with? Um, because yeah. there's such a wide choice, as we say, in the whole life cycle of a super yacht. Of course, of course. And with this uh, question, you 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 touch a lot of uh, different <laughs> topics. No, indeed. <laughs> <Really> <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> But uh, when we look at first, first of all, we need to know and you, you, we need to have very clear in mind that today we, we have lots of knowledge that we are not using. We need to accelerate this step from research to the transfer of knowledge, the so-called transfer of knowledge. Uh, the solutions are there. At the research level, the solutions are already there. We need to accelerate and to use these solutions into our common life. And it takes time. And that's why a foundation like Water Revolution Foundation wants to accelerate this path. This is a very, very important aspect. Uh, a, second, a second thing you were talking about, no, the measurement, that's another very important aspect. Otherwise, sustainability is much more a bug were um, instead of a real practical strategic uh, goal. And we need to, to be very, very practical in order to establish and to look at sustainability. And uh, in order to do that, you need to understand which is the ecological impact of any product, any material, any service you are going to deliver. That's a, a very important aspect. We need science for, the, for this, of course. And that's why one of the very first programs we have into the foundation is to finalize the measurement tool that is called Yachting 4.0. Why? Because with this kind of tool, you, you can not just um, understand it's also very important, of course, to, to, to assess and to understand the ecological footprint of any single uh, action or any single product you have. But you can also measure the cost-benefit ratio. How so, much it costs. How much it costs and, uh, and what benefit it what brings back? to it. What do you get back for right. it? Right, right. And in which kind of perspective? 
And we need today, we need to adopt a long-term perspective. The so-called life cycle assessment is used exactly for this kind of reasons, because we need to understand which are the cost-benefit ratio on a, lo on a longer term, not so just a very short term. I, I see it a little bit like when we're buying domestically a, a, a washing machine or refrigerator. Now you will have your grading. It'll be A, B, C, D, E, and you can see how much energy it uses. I, I yeah. kind of, that's the way I kind of talk about a parallel in the super yacht world that we'd have a green index, you know, that you would yeah. have the measurement of overall, you know, if you count up how much was involved in all the different levels, we'll have some sort of index, whether it be A down to E. So if you're a, you know, A person, you know, it may have cost you more to get there, but longer term over the life cycle of the boat, like you're using less electricity on your washing machine, you're going to be using less energy, therefore money as well, on your on your super yacht. Absolutely, and you know when you it's it's all a question to to know something because as soon as you know it, then you can optimize anything. You 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 make this example the 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 washing machine no it's of course we have this kind of uh, green label let's say no a mm -hmm. a plus or whatever but uh, this is not just what costs in term of energy but it's also a cost saving for the for the, the person using it so we really we really need to align all the single parameter of sustainability that's not just uh, the environmental of course the environmental aspect is it's crucial it's absolutely uh, the, the the topic today but at the same time we when we speak about sustainability we need to understand also the social and uh, and uh, and the economic impact and align all the the three pillars of sustainability that's real, a real path into a better world. And that's exactly what we are going, uh, we are going to do into the foundation. We are going to, to celebrate our first year. It's an, it was an amazing year, uh, but it, it also laid the foundation for something completely new. And uh, what I like more uh, about this, uh, this, this path we already made is that uh, we we used to call um, the the people into the foundation as water revolutionaire, <laughs> and that's really something important to us because it's of course using the innovation and uh, technological innovation is also part of our evolution, the evolution of our society into a better path. But we need this kind of looking forward people making real revolution and make the revolution having a benefit on a larger scale. So, so your top three goals, if I was to put it to you, your top three goals going into year two, what would you see your top three goals and what, you know, in order of priority um, that you'd like to achieve? You know, we have a specific program in mind that it's the basic, the real uh, base of the water revolution, one of the, the two pillars, let's say, of the water revolutionary world, let's say. Uh, on one hand, we have uh, the, the, the commitment to, to, to really assess and, uh, and monitor a lighter ecological footprint, so mm -hmm. in terms of cost, to understand 
and to evaluate and to monitor the um, the, the cost we are going to uh, to have in order uh, in in order uh, I mean um, in terms of uh, economic, social, and environmental. And environmental. But in order to do that, do, do you need to look at each thing that goes onto a yacht and, and then go back to its manufacturer to see what's what's the impact of making this. Um, how much fuel was flown to bring the raw materials in and how it impacted, say, even maybe... Because you know, a, a lot of things that go on a boat um, would be very exotic things that might come from areas that have small indigenous communities, could be furnishings or whatever. Do, do you have to go and look at all these elements to see, yeah, at a very granular level, you know, the, the, the real impact that that Absolutely. cushion has yeah. and that that piece has there. That, that's, that's enormous. That's a huge, huge task. <laughs> you see, it's an ambitious goal. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's also really um, an uh, exciting one because you really can see the benefit you can do, you can have from the personal point of view, but also from the community point of view. It's something you really can uh, uh, you can understand better, understand, measure. And at the same time, you can uh, you can understand which are the kind of choices choices that makes your your product better, mm. and that's a very important <coughs> aspect for also for the yacht owner. That's that's crucial to the yacht owner, not just to the company or the business community, as we know it. And um, together with this part, of course, part of the program will be. Um, the the understanding and the assessment of this aspect, and at the same time we are going to investigate which are the the related best conservation projects we can we can support on the because, ocean conservation side. Uh, not only ocean conservation, of course, of course, ocean conservation it's a very important aspect because the ocean it's our most important stakeholders. No, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, because the super yachting industry, as all the maritime industry, rely on the on the health of the ocean. Mm -hmm. That's that's a, an important aspect. But when we speak about materials, when we speak about uh, exotic uh, materials, of course we speak also about land, and we need to understand which is the link between the use, the responsibility we take in using some specific resources. And what we can give back. So and this link yeah. the idea of so, so ca ca carbon taking a certain type of wood, but then also being involved in the reforestation of that area, for example. For example, yes, you know, teak. It's a, it's an important uh, it's an important material. It's a crucial and strategic material in our sector, in all mm -hmm. the yachting sector no? and the luxury sector yeah, yeah. as a whole. And you can do with with very little things. You can you can have a huge impact. And when you see it, you get really excited, and you really feel that that we can we can build a better world. Yeah. Well, I I think that I mean that's some of it. I, when I first saw, I'm gonna an article about Yeti, which was yes. the um, the cooling boxes. Not the cooling boxes, um, but Yeti was a measurement, essentially, of the ecologicalness of uh, a yacht. And I thought, you know, that is just fantastic, because we'd been talking earlier about 
how can you make it a bit more sexy? How can you make it so that it is a longer term value if for the yacht owner that goes to sell his yacht and he goes, you know what? I've got a, you know, let's just say a class A ecological super yacht. That means not only did all the materials going in meet this and this and this requirement, but going on, the fuel usage, the need for anti-fouling on the hull, the the need for plastic water bottles, which won't be necessary because they've got the fantastic filtration system. Do you know, all of these can make going green sexier. And essentially, that's what we need. We need it to be a driving force, not just an yeah. additional extra. It's something that you're going to want because it makes your yacht more valuable, not just for the, the ocean, but also economically, because that unfortunately yeah. will always be the balance, I think, in our world. Right, right. It's it's really important. And, you know, um, as much you work on the on this kind of topics, uh, you can really see that uh, everything is related. And uh, yes, it's uh, we were and we are looking for the Yeti, no, into, mm -hmm. into it's one of the specific workshop we are um, we are uh, co-hosting into into the industry, and uh, that is to say the Yacht uh, Environmental Transparency Index. Mm -hmm. No, so it's it's all about transparency. It's all about uh, uh, under the understanding of the environmental impact. But it's much more than this. Because as soon you as soon as you understand, then you want to do something practical, and uh, and as I already said, we have lots of solutions that wait there to be adopted and to be uh, and to be adopted also into an holistic framework. That's why with the Yachting 4.0, the, the tool we are going to use in order to really have an eco design tool able to understand the, the different costs I, I already mentioned. Um, it's important because it's, uh, it's part of the, of the industry uh, in being more innovative and much more disruptive too. Mm -hmm. And by doing this, you have a value, you have an added value as an industrial sector because you can demonstrate that you are taking responsibility and you are really fit for the future because it's all about building up a better future uh, for the industry too, not just for the environment. Well, I, I think that was one of the lovely things I read during the year was uh, part of your framework has been building collaboration. So for example, you're going to be collaborating at METS this year. Um, they're one of your um, partners at, at Joe's and you also have what you call anchor partners which are a combination of shipyards a, a paint company too I'd like to point out <laughs> but as I read further about you know that the shipyards involved a lot of them have already brought <clears throat> in a lot of measures within their actual company whether it's using solar or LED or um particular you know seabin projects around them as a company they've been trying to change how they're doing it and they're also bringing it into how they're designing their yachts in many different ways be it engineering and um, 
various different ways. And I, I think that collaboration and bringing together the community at, at many different levels is going to be part of the success. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. If you look into the sector, there are lots of initiatives and, uh, and uh, really a lot has been done during this, the, especially the last five years, really a, a great evolution, really. And that's why it's, a, it's the right platform uh, in order to accelerate this, uh, this shift. Could I ask what we've seen over the last few years, um, a wonderful explosion of um, organizations like yourself, uh, be it, you know, Four Oceans doing the plastic cleanup, um, and, and, and a whole lot of uh, foundations and charities coming together to, to um, uh, do this kind of... Uh, let's call Make it, the world more sustainable. Let's call it the sustainability playground. There's a lot of people yeah. who've come into that. Um, do you share your toys? As in, you know, the, the information... Because one of the things that, that you spoke of earlier on is... Um, is looking at the footprint of what goes into building your boat, um, looking into you know, the manufacture of that nut and bolt, and 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 how how green is that? Say, yeah, there's a tremendous amount of knowledge that you're going to uh, amass into a database of whatever. Um, do you do you speak with other or do other organizations come to you and do you share this information? Is it a kind of open platform where you all help each other and give information in the background, um, even though you have separate things and separate goals? Like you, you're focused on the on the super yacht industry side, Four Oceans is on the plastic side, but there's got to be an overlap of of the data that you all gather. Is is that something you share or is is that something that just stays within the organizations. That's a very, very important aspect, you know, because the strategic partnership, first of all, it's uh, it's really um, it's really key in order to drive real changes. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, there is, of course, the sensitivity of uh, lots of data, and uh, within an industry, not just the super yachting industry, but I mean in, into the industry, you know, it's uh, most of the time it's all about sensitive information. Mm. But when we come at the sustain- real sustainability uh, commitment, then the sharing of data, it's absolutely an added value. And uh, that's why I, uh, I usually underline the scientific effort and the scientific base we, um, we, we have into the foundation, Be, not just because of the scientific uh, knowledge we put into the, in, in, uh, in developing our programs, programs but also be- because of the methodology. If you want really to advance any field, you need to share data. Mm-hmm. We need to build on the experience of the others. And, uh, and today, the, share, the so-called sharing economy, it's all about a different mindset. And we are getting there. Yes, absolutely. And I see lots of interest, lots of uh, changes also regarding the, the way we are going to share the data. Yeah, because I think that's you know, globally, if you look at the, at the yeah. macro, it's, it's crucial for all the organizations like yourself and, and the other um, great organizations out there. It's, uh, it would certainly accelerate your progress 
knowing that. And we that need to you, make the pull. most about the experience, the lesson learned. That's yeah. also another important aspect. And let me underline also another fact that when we speak about uh, uh, green technology in general, Nava green te- technology or any kind of innovative technology, is all, it's all about big data. Mm-hmm. And the big data are there. No industry has its own database. It's not going to work like this anymore. Yeah. And we, le- we need to look at the future. Could you, the future is all about big data. And uh, could you, uh, because one of the um, frameworks that you were starting with was the UN Sustainable Agenda. Um, right. Yeah, it, if you write that down, it becomes unsustainable. <laughs> it does <laughs> actually. If you write UN and sustainable yeah. in the same piece Word, of paper it would be unsustainable it becomes unsustainable i want to just watch the logo on that um, one <laughs> not knowing very much about it <laughs> um and like all things it i'm sure is an evolving agenda it it has to be but um yeah the application of that to the maritime sector is it is it also needing an infusion of of data and information because as a big body of the UN they move slower to put things into progress or are you did you start with that as your basic framework of look here's the UN sustainable agenda these are the basic levels we want to be be meeting in our industry um, and let's see if we can surpass them you know, uh, that's a very, very nice question, Maya. Uh, I love that because, you know, the UN... Sustainable I wish, wish I asked it. <laughs> <laughs> because the uh, sustainable agenda, the so-called Sustainable Development Goals Agenda by the UN, adopted in 2015, it's our agenda. It's the international agenda that was uh, set it up because we all it, um, needed goals. Sorry? We all needed goals. Right, right, right. No matter where we are, no matter where we, what we do, we need to be sustainable. And uh, the lesson learned by the millennium Uh, agenda, the Millennium Development Goals Agenda, said that we need to work all together, never someone must be left behind regarding this agenda, and we need to to work together on this uh, uh, sustainable strategic goal. And the only way we can do that is by um, by working on um, strategic platform, strategic partnership, and by touching each single goal, having an impact on the others. The, the most important lesson learned today is that everything is related to something else. We are in a net, in a... Interconnected. Yes, all it's any aspect of life is interconnected. And uh, how 
this uh, very important knowledge applies to the maritime sector. Applies very well. Why? Because the ocean is our life supporting system. Any breath you take, you take one breath from the Amazonia forest and the other one from the ocean. So simple is that. It's true. It, it, you know, it's uh, the more we look at it, and um, we've been doing quite a research, bit of research recently about uh, corals and the coral reefs and seaweed, uh, particularly with the Amazon burning in, in the past week or two, looking yeah. at seaweeds as being another source of a way to absorb our carbon excess. Um, they are so interlinked, you know, and, and if some of the Amazon burns down, we need to figure other ways to replace that bit, whether it's in, in the Amazon, preferably, but whether it's on the ocean floor, whether it's, they, they do, we, we know from, um, and we certainly know most of us this year, uh, the impact yeah. it has. I, I don't think there's any country in throughout the world that hasn't felt a definite yeah. change in the past year. Um, whether it's tornadoes, hurricanes, storms, heat waves, you know, we've all had the reality, I think, in the past 12 months in particular. Yeah, but I th the, you know, the, the knock-on from that, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, the knock-on from that is um, you go back 10 years ago or something when we started developing our models about you know, the, the impact of, of carbon dioxide and the impact of the ice melting, we built those models based on what was happening then, where in the last five years at least, we've seen a mass acceleration in the severity of hurricanes, in the uh, severity of, of heat waves and, and rain patterns. And as a knock-on result from that, you know, um, there's a lot more flooding that we're seeing now, which yeah. is making rivers burst their banks, and we saw it in, in Abaco as well, uh, where the oil refineries, it wasn't really reported outside of the Bahamas press, uh, which is the local paper there. But globally, they haven't picked up on this at all, but there, there's massive oil refineries there. And literally, the roofs have blown off them, and there's oil now gushing into the waters around the Bahamas. Um, yep. My point is this, that in the five, last five years, uh, the acceleration of the weather patterns has also forced uh, mass extra pollution being being washed down by the the now burst rivers and 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 floods. Um, there's a lot of toxins now washing into the um, oceans, um, and so it's accelerating. It's becoming uh, you know it, it, the problem's growing. Um, yeah. more rapidly over the last five years. And we need to keep uh, changing or redeveloping yeah. the reality uh, of yeah. where we're at. How, how do you adjust That's your... You, you know, you've got to be, you know, uh, I presume, adjusting your plans and your models almost on a, a monthly basis to keep up with the accelerating um, yeah. things that are happening. Yeah. That's absolutely true. But let me underline also another fact that it's true in a negative sense, of course, because we see this acceleration, we experience this acceleration. We have seen, unfortunately, in Bahamas in those days, it's really, it's really sad, it's really terrible mm. what's going on there. Shocking. Just, 
to 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 brought up just just uh, the, the the very counter current example but uh, let me underline as i said something different that is true also in the positive sense because whatever we do it's something that can scale up a benefit for the environment and then for the for the link that the environment has in any for the web of the mm-hmm. environment let's say so I'm deeply, uh, I deeply believe that if we work, and uh, this is the belief also of, of the World Revolution, at the very core of the World Revolution Foundation is this message. If we do something, we can really do, we can really touch any single aspect of a positive impact on in the environment. And when we do something, and if, if, we, if we have a positive impact on marine environment, then we have a, a huge potential, positive potential, also on land. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's very important to but remember. And I, I think they've got to go the hand in hand. You know, they, I'm sorry? They have to go hand in hand. Um, yeah, you know, no point in mopping up the oceans if there's absolutely. S- stuff being thrown in them again. There's the absolutely. other side as well of what can be possibly incorporated into for example, super-yacht design in the super-yacht world can also be translated into boating, yachting, shipping, cruise liners. I mean, yeah. the not every sector, but the knock-on effect of being able to share that information of what works on a super-yacht that can then be put into other vessels um, yeah, could yeah, have huge yeah, yeah. benefits is, as well for the whole maritime that's industry. That's exactly the, the idea behind the Water Revolution Foundation to to find a solution to to really have a kind of database on the best solution and get the industry as a whole uh, having a benefit uh, about well, this knowledge. Many many years ago, um, many years ago, there was a project. I may have the wrong word here, pathology. Uh, which yeah. I believe means measuring how deep the water is in different places. This pathology? Yeah. I'm sorry? Uh, it is called pathology, I think, isn't it? I, I, the term is pathology? Pathology, yeah, you mean? I, yes. Bathology? Bath- I think it's pathology. I've never heard of pathology. That My, sounds like a make yuppie one. No, no, no. <laughs> that's why I remember. The, I think it is. But anyway, that's not important. Um, my point was this, that when they were doing this project... Um, the, whatever organization put out to loads and loads of, if not all of the super yachts, would you take part in this? And if so, we will put a small piece of equipment on your boat that will do the measurements as you go along. Volvo Ocean Race did the same measuring uh, microplastics during the Volvo Ocean Race. Absolutely. Now I know what you are talking about. Do you have any plans um, going forward to bring in the, the, the owners and, and the captains and say, look, can you help us out in finding this stuff out? And, and what are those kind of ideas that you have? That's why that's one of the most exciting program into the foundation to really have the opportunity to uh, to link the different uh, super yachts to uh, specific program, ocean research and uh, ocean, uh, ocean observation and uh, having on board 
all this kind of uh, technology in order to, to, to make research into the ocean, it's, yeah, it's really a, a new frontier. And it gives you One a massive fleet. Super yacht. It's, uh, it's already working on, uh, on this kind of, uh, uh, we call it Explorer. No, you know, mm. this is the, the, the kind of uh, super yacht you, you usually have for this kind of purpose. And uh, really looking forward, really smart yacht owner. They are working on the, already on that. And we would love to be the platform to, to link in the best way, in the most effective way, this kind of, this, this two very, very close world. Hmm. They could also feeling back. in sector and ocean research, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But, but let me underline also the fact that, uh, uh, of course, this is a very practical way in order to, to link the two, the two, the two fields, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, an industrial sector together, together with scientific research and specifically mm-hmm. the marine research. And uh, on the other hand, there is the, the opportunity also to build up, this is another aspect of, uh, of the program we need to set up, um, for uh, for for a better use of the of the ocean, um, the ocean uh, a new kind of an innovative ocean governance, because the way we use the resources of the ocean today is based on the old way we used to look at it. Yeah. But now that we we really we really need this kind of uh, uh, cultural uh, shift, like an oceanic and UN, as it were. Sorry? Like an oceanic UN. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Oh, I love this expression. Very nice. <laughs> we need to adopt it. <laughs> I better copy yes, right, right Right, right, right. This is about making water, water revolution happen. Mm-hmm. This is really the, the most important aspect because the governance, it's behind the, you know, a better use of resources in any field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by building up a new kind of governance, we need to, um, uh, we can really have a better, we can use, we can optimize the use of these precious resources. And we can find a new way of uh, nurturing ourselves and the ocean at the same time. And I think that uh, the super yachting sector can really lead the way from this perspective. Yeah, no, I agree. And- um, I think they, they could be hugely instrumental in, in reaching your yeah. goals in, in having yeah. that participation. Yes, 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 absolutely. And so that's uh, the, you know, our call to action is really to, to join the, the World Revolution Foundation in order to, to, to let this uh, World Revolution happen. I, I'm, I'm just reminded as we spoke of speaking with someone in um, South Pacific last in the last couple of months and they had a, a lovely analogy of you know the the drop of water that is passing onto my water my boat today may well be the same drop of water that's landing on your head you know in a few weeks time and in, in rainfall which um, is mean there's the same drop of water that somebody flushed about oh stop <laughs> <laughs> nice analogy <laughs> But I love that thought of how we are so interconnected through water, yes. particularly in our industry. Um, and, you know, really, that has got to be our, our biggest focus in order to sustain this industry and sustain us all. And there won't be an industry without it. Oh, there won't be anything course, without I it. <laughs> <agree on> that. <laughs> I completely agree on that. 
So well, given that we're pretty much a bag of water, like we're eighty five percent water ourselves, um, yeah, we got to fix this. And it gives me great hope to to speak with people like you, um, and and hear what what so many great minds are coming together, um, looking for solutions and putting solutions in in uh, into action. And um, I think the collaborative effort as well is is very big. What is one of the things I love about the super yacht industry is that it is a huge global industry, but it is very tightly and interconnected. Um, you know, even having talked with Robert and Dave's looking at him going, I know I've met Robert sometime, you know, and it's first conversation, <laughs> but it's a it's a small world within the industry. I remember when I he started with Theo. There you go. I remember so. Theo introducing him to me as, look who's just the new guy in the Cybas. I was like... So it's uh, really all interconnected. And uh, let me thank you once again, because, you know, also the work uh, of uh, communication, this kind of topic and to make it throughout this kind of uh, really uh, omnicomprehensive conversation. Let's say it's really important. It's really it's really crucial today. Well, yeah, thank you. Sharing the story. It has been so lovely. I, believe, uh, I, I deeply believe really in this kind of uh, strategic partnership in order to make this revolution come through. Well, there'll always be a microphone here for you, Vienna. Thank you so much, really. I said that kind of romantically, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good, didn't it? Uh, well, <laughs> thank you so much. That was um, Vienna from the Water Revolution Foundation. Thank you for sharing with us today and um, sharing with all our listeners a little deeper understanding of what you have achieved, which is a tremendous amount in the past year. And uh, we look forward to carrying our journey with you on this journey. Yeah. Um, let's keep in touch and I look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you so much and I look forward to it. Have a great weekend, Vera. And, uh, Same for you. <laughs> thank you. And, and all to, to all your listeners, of course. Uh, uh, plural, listeners. <laughs> listeners, absolutely. Many, many, many. So, and for anyone who'd like to find out a little bit more, uh, they have a website, which is Water Revolution Foundation, <coughs> as well, of course, as LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. And uh, they keep their news updated and check it out. It's a wonderful way to collaborate in our industry. Thank you so much, Vienna. Let's keep in touch in any way. Absolutely. And in, uh, now it's time for some music for the weekend.